B-Pod Studios. Comic books, anime, video games, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. This is Nerd Radio. Good evening. I'm Dr. Emmett Brown. I'm standing on the parking lot at Twin Pines Mall. And this is Temporal Experiment number one. I told you're pointing at something. The writing utensils. Writing utensils. There's like 12 yes. of them right in front of you. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> it, that, was, that was a failed game of uh, charades yeah. right there. I'm like pointing. And I was like, he's either going to think I want his glasses or he's going to know that I need a writing utensil. <laughs> so I do like the, like I'm signing a check. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're furiously pointing at something that was over here. I'm like, what did I yeah. get wrong? It would have been strange, though, if you just pointed and Chuck handed you his glasses. Yeah, then I'm like, oh, oh thank you. Then I put them on. Then all of a sudden I can see through everybody's clothes. Yeah. Right. I have, like, x-ray vision. You got two sets of <laughs> yeah. glasses on. You yeah. want mine, too? You'll see another dimension. Yeah, then I'm like, oh, my, oh my God. I'm seeing way too much stuff mine that I'm not see, supposed to see. Mine's seen to the mirror universe from Star Trek. Oh, okay. So everyone's got cool facial hair. That's right, yeah. As opposed to our That's normal. how you can tell the difference between evil Spock and regular Spock. Right. the goatee. As opposed to our normal facial hair. Yeah. Thanks for uh, tuning in Nerd Radio. Of course, you can find us on the podcast page at WRAF.com. But you can also find us pretty much on the internet in a one-stop shop. Thanks to Mr. Alpec, and that one-stop shop is... NerdRadio101.com. Yep. And uh, if you want to see us record the podcast if you want to see the uh james uh, me failing at james version you want to see how bad we are at charades at charades watch us at the checkpoint xp studios wednesday morning slash afternoons uh starting around 11 30 ish over at checkpoint xp no it's a different website twitch.tv slash checkpoint xp right absolutely you know there was i'm looking at i'm looking now at the desk there was like four things you could have been you could have been wanting to play some magic the gathering while the well i think you could have like used your own like mental prowess and realized well james doesn't know what the hell to do with those magic the gathering cards (laughs) he has his own headphones he doesn't need to staple anything so either right he needs something to write write with or he needs my glasses or he wants or i think you thought i needed to do something on your computer monitor because you're like pointing at the monitor i know i was like like, wait what's something underneath i'm like underneath 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 Underneath, I'm trying to be professional, Chuck. Yeah. I gotta write down the time the podcast started, so when I go edit the clips, I know I don't want to have to fish through all the now thirty my, minutes. Of stuff. My thing now is, if you write nothing down this entire podcast, I'm gonna be very disappointed in you. Well, Al, he's already be something. proud to see that I've already got my <laughs> first note taken. He's got a note. He's written the one good. thing. Nerd good, Radio, good, good. Nerd Radio, nine thirty. Absolutely. Eleven forty two dash. So, Wonderful. <laughs> so, how was your guys' week so far, uh, nerd wise? Since the last time I talked, you do anything nerdy? I made it on the Thunderdome again. I, yeah. yeah, I saw. I saw your uh, your clip. Is it on Twitch? Your clip yeah. the, of you on the Thunderdome with yeah. your John Cena you can see doll. Little clips of me in my little plushy John Cena making it on TV. Got my my like my, my legitimate reaction yep. to seeing myself on TV in the Thunderdome in my streaming room with my stuffed John Cena doll sitting on my lap. <laughs> with your John Cena doll. Yes. Yep. I like so. that uh, James doesn't even try to pretend. It's no, not an action yeah. figure. It's a he's, doll. He's, no, it's one of those plushies. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a stuffed animal. But it, is it's it huggable? Cool. It is. And when you when you make contact with Mr. Cena, he makes mm-hmm. a noise. <laughs> Does it, uh, Never give up. <laughs> I was gonna you say, can't see me. Is it is it actually John Cena or is it just somebody doing I think it's just somebody doing his voice. That yeah. was really him. Right. Yeah. What were those like wrestling buddy toys? That's what it That's is. Exactly That's what exactly what it is. Okay. They cool. redid the wrestling buddies. Yeah. Like, they have, like, is that like, what they're called? Wrestling buddies? Yeah. That's what they're called, yeah. Wow. Very. I might as well just leave. Something I remembered lodged, something. Yeah, something yeah. lodged in your brain there and you, mm-hmm. and you had no idea it was Deep there. Deep down inside, you always wanted that ultimate warrior wrestling buddy. You just could never get one. Oh, yeah. sorry, that's me. 
<laughs> my parents weren't a big fan of wrestling. Yeah, I always wanted a, an Ultimate one Warrior one because my best I mean, friend had one, and right. I was like, oh, "You can like wrestle around, drop elbows, yeah, yeah. kick that's, his ass." That's Mom, the thing. Can I get one? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's the thing is that they made these, you know, these big old pillows essentially that uh, that look like wrestlers, so that little kids could wrestle, you know, these yeah. pillows instead of beating each other up. But you know, parents knew you could see it, and you could see where this is headed. I'm, yeah. They're gonna be jumping off the couch. They're mm. gonna break their arm. I'm gonna have to take them to the hospital for this fifteen dollar wrestling buddy. Absolutely. You yeah. think it was that cheap? I, I bet you they were more like thirty dollars. This is WWE so? licensed product. I'm thinking back in the day they had like to be 50 like fifteen. Bucks. I think it was like fifty bucks back in the day. You think so? Yeah, because I feel like if it was cheaper, if it was like only fifteen dollars, I think my mom might have been like, "Oh, well, I don't really want you to like simulate professional wrestling moves with this doll." Yeah. But for fifteen dollars, we'll just tell your father it's a pillow. <laughs> he got him a wrestling pillow, <laughs> a wrestling so then I could rest my head on the bosom of the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. yeah. I never had a wrestling buddy, but I did find a uh, a wrestling pillow that looks like a ring. Nice. And I got it specifically for my cat to lay in, and the cat never lays in. Oh. But if I flip it over so uh-huh. that the ring is, is on the bottom, like the WWE logo is on the bottom, then yeah. the cats lay on it all the time. Really? It's on the floor. Oh, you're just, or, you're just using it wrong. You yeah. just don't know how to use it in the cat world. He just doesn't. Like, I figured it has, like, the little little plushy posts? ring ropes and posts yeah. and stuff like that, so it would be like a box. You're trying to like recreate that box. viral video with the two cats. Maybe. The cats wrestling around in the wrestling ring. Yeah, the little kittens wrestling around. Yeah, that they always, everybody always sends around uh, WrestleMania time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, I had no wrestling toys, so I just had to use my G.I. Joe's to start, as wrestlers. <laughs> Chuck was trying to start his own little uh-huh. fighting ring. Fights.com <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. with your host, Chuck Bean. You know that the man I, that puts the, the bung in yeah, bunghole. The tagline is, yeah. you are going to be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I produce this now. There's going to be like at least a 15-minute window of me going, do I have to censor that? No, yeah, well, talking, it's, it's a gray area. He's it's talking a very about very gray area. He's We're talking, talking about, about cats. cats but We're talking about cats. What kind of uh-huh. are you thinking about, Chuck? I, I don't know. Jeez, oh, Pete, yeah. get your mind out of the gutter and back in the wrestling ring. Well, no, I, I asked if you guys did anything nerdy this week because I finally finished up a couple of things that I was. Uh, oh my I've, I've been working on. Um, one of them I was just talking to James about. Was last, a new Avenger, the Completionist. Yeah, last night uh, I was I was up till almost five in the morning, but I'd finished the Avengers, the single player mode. Oh, cool! Of the Avengers game and. Um, Last level's uh, okay. Mm. The, it's, it's weird because the idea of the writing of the story, like the story itself is good. Some of the script writing is not. And uh, the same problem you may have run into in the very first level with like the Hulk where the, some of the platforming, like you got to jump across the bridge and yeah. you end up falling a lot. Uh, because it's not as intuitive as they thought. You end up playing Captain America through most of the end of the game, and he's got very similar abilities to Hulk in that he can jump really far. He can double jump, like when he's in the air, he can uh, Ooh, do a flip okay. and get another thing. But do also, a barrel roll. Right, he can, he can do a barrel roll. But also, when you're near a wall, he can run across it, like oh, parkour, wow. which wow, is super like cool. Fall. Yeah, which is super cool. Between him and Kamala... In the end level, there's some platforming, some 3D platforming that isn't as intuitive as I think mm. they thought it was. So you end up falling quite a few times and figuring out. But the the last fight is super epic against, uh, well, I won't tell you who it's against because I know you're not that far in. Yeah, I think I know. It's a giant head guy. I don't know Yeah, MODOK. Okay, MODOK. So uh, it's like a giant head. Yeah, and it does set up the, the end game, which is essentially going through and playing a bunch of, you know, extra missions. And, uh, I'm, it, and it does set up, there's kind of a post-credit sequence that sets up what could be downloadable content down the oh, line, okay. which is cool. But uh, I, I, I finished that last night, and I would have finished it this weekend, but 
I bought Among Us this weekend. You bought it? I bought it on Steam, and I am addicted. Are you? This may be the game of the year. And you have enough friends to, to like play an actual game with? <laughs> what like, a question. Well, because it says you need Do like you have pens. any friends, Chuck? Well, right, he's looking That's around. That's a lot room. of video games. Do you have any friends? No, but like, ten, to me, I, can, I couldn't gather around 10 people to play. Yeah. Right, no, Jay, I wouldn't be able to get 10 people to play. James I is looking around the room, more, and you know? he's like, well, you didn't ask me to play Among yeah. Us this weekend. So and I got I, it on my phone. And I got it for yeah. free. I got to play. Al doesn't play online games. I was going to say, I don't want to play with 10 people. Who the hell did you play with? No, you can just jump into public games. Oh, so you're playing with randos. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. But even with even with random people, mm-hmm. it is really fun. Is it? It is stupidly fun. I mean, you know, the, the basic premise is you're you can give up to 10 players and you're on a spaceship and one of you is the imposter. Yeah. And it's a lot like John Carpenter's The Thing. Like there's a, nobody knows who the imposter is, but the imposter has to try and isolate each particular person and mm-hmm. murder them and not get caught. And then when you find when. One of the crewmates finds a dead body. You immediately call a meeting and you start typing in text. And who do you think it is? Who is in the room? Who is ah, closest? So all text based. Because that was my other yeah. question. Like, because if I if I have it on my phone, I don't have like a mic system set up right. where I could be like, oh, I definitely think it was you know user Conan the Barbarian sixty nine. Yeah. I think that was him in the uh, the laboratory. Yeah, you know or whatever. But I think that's why it's if it's if it's that fun text based with a bunch of random people, yeah. it's got to be a blast with fun. Dude, with, next time you're going to play, let me know. We yeah. should play. We should stream it. You know? I agree. And uh, we'll see if we get some more people. Some of you, maybe your followers on Twitch. Yeah. Maybe we can talk Al into playing. That's probably a long shot. There, I was going to say doubtful. I really think you like you're my in with the checkpoint guys. We need yeah. to have a full. I bet you we could get them. I know we Weird Beard get... loves the game. Robbie not so much. You know, Robbie's kind of temperamental when it comes to his game. He's very right. he's very specific in the games he plays so if he doesn't deem it as a worthy video game it's not worth his time if we could merge because i know robbie wants to kick my ass at smash brothers and that'll happen eventually yeah. but if we could merge worlds and get a nerd radio checkpoint xp among yeah. us you know stream just once yeah. i think it would be hilarious i bet you we could uh what's the minimum amount of players that we need um you can i've, I've played a game last night with four players okay so I think four is probably. I know once you get down to two, if one of them's still the imposter, game's over. Like the uh, imposter is eventually going to kill, that, and no that's one's going to win, right? Yeah. So. And I did get my first. Uh, I have played it on the phone. The phone's got some uh, some ads. Like between rounds, you get an ad, which is nothing like yeah. three seconds, and you click the X button or whatever mm-hmm. like that. Whereas there's no ads on the PC game, and uh, they've actually canceled the sequel. I heard. Yeah, they they stopped working on whatever they're doing for uh, Among Us Two, and now they're going to focus their attentions more. And improving the current one, I yeah. think, is the plan. Yeah, Which I don't know, like, what is there to really improve? I haven't played it other than, like, the demo where you play by yourself or you're, yeah. nobody actually kills anybody. Uh, you just kind of get a feel for what you need to do in terms of tasks and I things. Think, I think because, yeah, because there's there's a set amount of different tasks you can do. Because if you're not the imposter, um, you, you they give you a list of tasks to try and complete. Yeah. If everybody got to rewire little circuit boards or divert power to another spot. And... Yeah, if everyone can complete enough tasks before the imposter kills everybody, then, you know, the crew wins. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you uh, figure out who the imposter is and shove them out the airlock, then the crew wins because no yeah. one's going to kill each other anymore. Where was I going with that? <laughs> I don't remember. Any, they're not working on the sequel because uh, they're. I think they'll probably add more ships. Oh, okay. Because oh, there's okay. more maps. Yeah, yeah more maps. Because that. right now there's pretty much just one map that everyone plays on. But there is two maps on the at least on the phone version that I saw. Yeah, there's a second maps. map that's a little bit more difficult. I think people just don't use it. Oh, because so on Steam is everybody's pretty much just kind of playing that one map. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and and I I know that they've got some like microtransactions. You can buy hats for yeah, your for you your dude. Can get little pets. Little too, pets right? that'll follow yeah. you around. While you're while you're See, playing, Al, you, can, you can get another pet to keep your cat company at home. 
<laughs> I don't think a virtual <laughs> cat friend. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think his cat's going to care that. Well, I may, may chase him around the screen. Maybe. It depends. Maybe when he's not in the sink. Yeah, That's exactly. So amazing. <laughs> Goddamn cat loves hanging out in the sink. That's so great. I, turned, I was in the shower not this morning, but yesterday, and I turned around. The cat was in the shower. In the shower while it was going. <laughs> And I think she realized, like, I don't know, maybe this is a bit much. Because she like got oh, in and was like, oh, this was not as fun as I thought it was going to be. Or, or, or she saw you nude and was like, I got to get out of here. That's also possible. <laughs> oh, my God. My my owners. Whoa. I got to get out of here. <laughs> this was this was yeah. not a perspective a I lot, was prepared for. That's a lot. Lo- that's a lot of judgment from a long haired pussy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, I think this is this is probably the untitled goose game of 2020. Yeah, I, and maybe, I can see that. Maybe I'm just high on it because I really like I just started playing. Like maybe two weeks from now, maybe it'll be like Animal Crossing. Like two weeks from now, I'll be over. You'll be over it. And yeah, it'll, it'll I, I would nothing. love to get into a couple matches and play. I just everybody that I've talked to is like, you don't, you don't want to play with the rando. So I was like, oh, then I won't play with the rando. There but is if you're some, saying it's fun playing with the randos. And there I is I, the more you play it, the more because part of it is playing the game and the game part is fun. Yeah. But another part of it is the social experiment of watching people and 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 playing the you know whether you're the imposter or not trying to because people will you. You're not trying to figure out amongst 10 players, like, who's the imposter, who we shove out the airlock. Mm-hmm. And you can decide to skip voting, but what if somebody says, it's Al, and Al knows for sure it's not him. Mm-hmm. So you're in the text going like, nope. what? Yeah, How do me. you think it's me? I haven't done anything. And then people will just vote you out. I've, but also, I can I, see that happening to me. I, <laughs> I'm going to get voted off every time. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing that I found personally amusing is that playing on the, on the phone – uh, you will run into games where somebody that you can set whoever's hosting the game can set all these things and you can set how long it takes for people to talk and then how long they have to vote mm-hmm. and people will set like two minutes to vote and you'll get this one person that will sit there for the entire two minutes and not say a word and just are they AFK or are they just being oh no they'll vote like with two, with they'll vote with five seconds left oh, okay but it, like I've gotten to the point now where like if everyone has voted except me and one other person mm-hmm. I'll vote for the other person because you're holding this all up. Yeah. I want to play the game, and you're holding me up. Damn it. you got to be trolling. He's a very busy man. He's got many Among Us games to get into. <laughs> that's true. Absolutely. But that's the other thing that's cool. It's like the average game of Among Us is about five minutes. Oh, wow. So you have its round, so you know, even win or lose. And when you die, too, you're a ghost, so you can continue to do your tasks to help out the rest oh, of the crew. So you, you control your ghost? Then? Yeah, you control okay. your ghost. You can, run, you can run around and watch the guy who killed you to see you know, if anyone catches him. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's... It's it's worth the five dollars it's on. Oh, they it's ask for on Steam. Oh, okay, there you go. If you've got a if you got a PC for gaming, it's it's absolutely. Uh, it's going to help you know support a small startup independent you know game developer. So yeah, it's probably five bucks well spent. So probably yeah. much more appreciated than getting five bucks from uh, like or kicking five bucks over to like Square Enix or somebody like that. Right, right. Yeah, they they don't they don't bat an eye at five bucks. Yeah, they're like oh five bucks, get out of here with your little poor people <laughs> cash. Get that Abraham Lincoln out of my face. Uh, we talked last week about the uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales game that's coming out on the PS5. How if you get it for the PS5, you also get an updated version of the original Spider-Man game yeah. on the Sony PlayStation. Uh, Sony had to clarify that if you already own the original Spider-Man game, there is not an upgrade for the PS5. The only oh. way to get the PS5 upgraded version is to buy the package with the Miles Morales game. Oh, okay. So in, in case uh, I at first I was very confused. I was like, wait, what? I, like the headline was like Sony confirms there's no free PS5 upgrade for PS4 Spider-Man players. I'm like, what? And then I had to read the story and I was like, oh, OK, it's it's just a matter of like because 
like we've talked about with Avengers or if you buy Miles Morales in the PS4, like you can upgrade it to the, the cooler graphic version when you get a PS5. Mm-hmm. That is not the case with the uh, Spider-Man game that came out a year or two ago. It would be cool if they did more of that because there's always that period of time when a new system is released yeah. that they'll put it out on both, you know. Like, I stopped buying games because I know eventually I'll get a five. So, well, I don't really buy games often anyway. But (laughs) when I was buying more of them, like, well, the PS3 is out. Why the hell am I going to buy it on the two? I'm going to wait until I have a three six years from now. (laughs) (laughs) That's also why it takes us, like, four years to get to a game. Right. It's because we're like, no, I'm going to wait for it to be cheap. And on the newest system I've got. Well, another game that's shutting down at the end of the year. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Farmville. The original oh, yeah, Farmville saw that. is going away on R-I-P. Facebook. Yep. The people that are making Farmville are actually, they're working on a Farmville 3 that will be a mobile app, which is part, probably part of the reason why. Yeah. The, Get it off Facebook and put it on everybody's phones. Yeah. But uh, I guess that by the end of the year, Facebook is no longer supporting Flash games. Well, this is, isn't Flash kind of just going away in general? Like, I think nobody so. Nobody uses it anymore. It's like outdated. It's like. Yeah, it's, it's turned it's into like the boomer wait, of. Uh, Flash or Facebook? Well, both. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of both. both. Yeah. But I think Flash is completely being eliminated. Yeah, it makes me wonder. I've ne- I haven't been to Newgrounds in forever, the, the Newgrounds website where people do Flash animations and there oh, would be like little games on there and stuff like that. I, I wonder if they're still there. But it's interesting that Flash games are now turning into like the new retro. Yeah, that's crazy. Like I remember the first time I was ever annoyed by Farmville. My girlfriend at the time was like, you need to open up a Facebook account so you can right. help me farm my stuff on Farmville. I'm like, I'm not going to help you farm anything. <laughs> I need to click on this Facebook. thing so you can help me help me yeah. in Farmville. I don't want to yeah. be social, let alone be social on a computer. Get out of here! I already get, I already made a MySpace to put you in my top nine. <laughs> what more do you want? Women? I was going to say, do you remember what was it? Uh, Mafia Wars on on MySpace? Oh yeah, I remember that. Was, yeah. yeah, that was a huge thing. Did you guys play Farmville at all? No, I, I never got into any of those games. Okay. I was going to ask if any, if either of you guys had like a favorite Facebook game because it feels like there was a period of time. Where all these games were, you know, like that was the thing you did. You you checked your Facebook to see what was what your friends were saying, but yeah, then you snoop you, on your friends. You logged in to do daily. Yeah, so. yeah, you logged in to do daily stuff. I never played them, and a lot of that came from animosity of how annoying the requests from your friends who were playing the games were. Right. So I wouldn't get into them because first of all, I didn't understand what the hell was going on at first, and then uh, it just it, it bothered me. So I never never got around to even trying them. Yeah, there was never, like, instructions. It always, if it didn't have a very good tutorial mode, then you weren't going to figure out the game. There was an Avengers game. Jesus. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was almost like a Final Fantasy turn-based Avengers okay. game. And you started with, like, three eh, Avengers, but the more you played it, the more you grinded the game, you could get Captain America, and you could get... And then they added X-Men, and you could make your three-person party and go oh, interesting. beat up Hydra and AIM and all that stuff. I think I played that one the most. What about you, James? Uh, when it comes to Facebook games, I never really played any games on Facebook, but I would say the closest thing that might come to it is playing Candy Crush. Yeah. Like, that's the closest thing I could think of that would be, like, a Facebook-type game. I used to play a lot of uh, is it Hershey's. One of the, the candy companies had, like, their own little, like, playground. Whoever makes Lifesavers. Okay. So you'd go to, like, their website, and they'd have, like, yeah. a little mini arcade where you could play, like, putt-putt golf. Okay. Um, I'd play the crap out of that. Like, I was a putt-putt golf guy all the time. And if you, like, high scores would be eligible for prizes, like, lifetime supply of gummy Lifesavers and things like that, I'd play that a lot. But I was, I've always been pretty anti-Facebook. Okay. Really, the only reason I actually opened up a Facebook is because I moved out of state 
to try to keep in touch with my friends that were on Facebook because right. I, I don't call people on the phone. Like I don't, I don't right. do any of that. So I started a Facebook to keep in touch. Then I came back here, and then I needed Facebook to do my job. Yeah, like, to post stuff on social media because now it's such a big part of everybody's lives. Um, and that's the only reason why I haven't opened. Otherwise, I mean, that's, that's how Facebook. Right. I mean, that's ultimately what Facebook is there for in the first place, right? Is yeah. to keep track of people that like you don't see on a daily basis. Yeah. People that you either went to high school with or people that you're you know out of state mm-hmm. that you can't you can't talk to. So it's but it's interesting that uh, that period of Facebook is going away because it's all you know essentially on your phone now. Everybody yeah. has their own app. Well, now it's just all everybody arguing. Yeah, that's what so, social media is now. Yeah, it's right. But you know, and you said like it's going to come out as a mobile game, yep. a different version. So yeah, it's ending on Facebook, but it's going to be the exact same game. It's just a different skin. I mean, yep. you, you, the, the, the right. same game, eight thousand. Yeah, I still just, got, I need still need somebody to help me with my little turnip plantation here. It's just the yeah, it's just the idea that like somebody's been somebody's been playing Farmville for like I don't know six years, and they've got like the perfect layout for their farm. So now they have to start over completely. Like, better screenshot your farm before <laughs> it goes away in December. Their face is so evil because you're taking joy in somebody's like Farmville <laughs> just being destroyed, like the like the tornado when the Wizard of Oz is coming through right now. Just look, I six year uh, long farm that would have been building. That would be a great way to end the game. That would just be a tornado amazing. comes through, yeah, just yeah. total Sim City style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you make it like a, a community event, like Fortnite does. Yeah, like so Fortnite. everybody. Said, sign into your Farmville Farms and say goodbye to the farm. Here comes a tornado. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So many hours of my life. So many hours in Right your... down the toilet. Hey, I've lost save files before. I, 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 I know how much it hurts, and I like to see others feel that pain. I get yeah. it. I get it. But that's very <laughs> maniacal of you. You're just all like, I'm just thinking about the guy who's been playing for six years, and now he's got to start over. <laughs> <laughs> Like it, you could tell I've been playing too much Among Us because I'm getting evil. <laughs> yeah, you get real evil. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a short break. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on on uh, streaming services. And uh, another thing that I finished over the weekend, I was watching a show on Netflix called The Midnight Gospel. And I want to tell you guys about it because James specifically, I don't know if you've seen it, but I think you'd love it. Sounds interesting. All right, we're back with more Nerd Radio next. Hey, this is David Howard Thornton. You might know me as Art the Clown from the movie Terrifier. And you're listening to Nerd Radio. Find us on social media at uh, Nerd Radio 101. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on uh, Instagram. And we're on the interwebs. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're yeah. On the interwebs at Nerd Radio 101. My name's Chuck Bean, joined by uh, two men who uh, will talk over each other, but it'll be way more entertaining than the other people you heard talk over each other this week. What? Who's not <laughs> talking over what? How dare you? <laughs> talking about James and I, t- I don't know if more entertaining is accurate. We're going to be way more entertaining. <laughs> We're going to accomplish more. Maybe less aggravating. <laughs> less yeah. aggravating. I was, yeah. they, they set the bar so low that we are going to be way more entertaining than the other men talking over each other that yeah. you probably experienced yes. earlier this week. So uh, let's talk about some streaming services because, uh, well, first of all, CW Supergirl ending with season six and pulling Done. the plug on it. Uh, you lasted that long? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think CBS had the right idea where they're like, one season's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, uh, part of the HBO Max is all the different DC shows that they're putting together. They're yeah. talking about doing the Justice League movie. They're redoing that and bringing everybody back for that, which is kind of neat. But was well, that going to be the Snyder Cut version? Yeah, of the Justice League. Okay. Yep. And they're also. Uh, I just saw yesterday. Robbie from uh, Checkpoint had tweeted that. Uh, Are you waiting? I'm, I'm waiting for it. Oh, okay. So Robbie, go ahead. Start start that statement again. So I just said saw yesterday that Robbie from Checkpoint XP. Oh no! Thank you, Al. Even uh, when you give him a second chance to do it, <laughs> <laughs> there's like a huge delay. 
that's now that's the computer. <laughs> uh, he posted that uh, they're talking about J.J. Abrams is going to do uh, Justice League Dark over there, and they're going to do a Zatanna, and they're bringing back Constantine for a uh, oh, series over there on HBO Max. So I, I feel like anything J.J. Abrams gets his hands in that's within like the comic book spectrum or like any kind of a nerdum, yeah, he's going to do it justice. Like I, I would trust him. Yeah, yeah, I feel you know? I feel like he's obviously a fan. Yeah, and is I would is, let him be the babysitter to my yeah. baby Yoda. JJ Abrams always delivers a fun ride. He just he doesn't always stick the landing like okay. Lost. Okay. Oh, see, I didn't. Right. I was you know, lost, lost was one yeah, of his so. things. Oh you yeah, know? I thought. Uh, and the thing I've always said about it is like when you get to the end of a JJ Abrams thing, like he's so good. I've said this on the show before. He's so good at creating the question. That when he answers it, you're like, oh, that's it. Right. But the answer is perfectly reasonable. It's just not as good as the question was. Mm. I thought the same way about Super 8. Super 8, I was thought, was a really fun movie. Sure. And it was a lot of, like, what the hell's going on? And they're like, it was this! And you're like, I guess that makes sense. Can you spoil it? And I forgot, because I know I've seen I don't Super remember, 8, I don't honestly, remember. the biggest thing I walked away from is that feeling okay. that I remember. But it's the same thing about Lost. Like, you know, I mean... The most disappointing thing about Lost is that everyone figured it out, and this is the problem with the age of the internet. They're like, it's this, right? And they're like, what are they supposed to say? Yep, you figured it out two mm-hmm. years before we we're going to reveal it. <laughs> sure. So they denied it, and people got pissed at the end, like, well, we guessed it already. Like, what do you want us to do? <laughs> but like, I don't know. I didn't hate the end of Lost like a lot of people do, but it wasn't as good as, you know, like, what the hell is that noise? What is this smoke monster? And right. Then, you know, eh. So that's the thing with J.J. Abrams is... Uh, well, and like Damian Lindelof worked on uh, Lost with him and he he did the Watchmen series and he's another one that like, uh, you know, whether whether you think it's cool or not that they did a Watchmen TV series on HBO, he... he Alan Moore does not. He does not. <laughs> um, I don't think he likes anything. No, unless he did it. But okay. he, but even he was like, if I, if I didn't pick it up, somebody else was going to do it and I'm a huge fan, so I was hoping that I could at least do... The book in the the series that I love, yeah. Justice. Mm-hmm. By yeah, I do. To I, it. I love that mentality, though. Like someone's going to ruin it. It might as well be me in my yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'll ruin it in a less yeah like, undesirable way. It I'll would be funny if he was his like own biggest internet troll. Like if he on another account was giving himself <laughs> crap on Twitter because he's pissed off about how about Watchmen. You know, that was something I thought of, too, because you brought up the fact that, like, with J.J. Abrams, he did Star Wars and he did uh, Lost and, and some of the Star Trek movies. Like, you get the impression he is a big fan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, he's doing yeah. this because he's a huge fan and because you don't pass this opportunity up, not because he's trying to, you know, cash a paycheck and make a bad movie. And after watching, I think by the time I got to the third Transformers movie, I wrapped my brain around the fact that, you know what, I bet, what's his name? Michael Bay. Thank you. I bet Michael Bay it was a huge Transformers kid. I can he see that. Absolutely yeah. loved Transformers, and and he's trying to tell the Transformers story he wants. He he would have wanted he as a kid. Seen, it's yeah. just not the one I wanted. Mm, yeah, I can see that. But I still got to see a Camaro turn into Bumblebee. So you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. And you got to see John Cena have a change of heart. I it did. You speaking of streaming on the HBO Max, you saw that uh, John yeah Cena's, they're making the Peacemaker into yeah. a, a little HBO series. I'm I'm down. Anytime I can see John Cena, John Cena on, a on a weekly week, basis, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in, even if it's garbage. I'm in. Uh, speaking of TV shows, too, The Walking Dead, a show that I think all of us are pretty much checked out on mm-hmm. at yes. this point. They're yeah. supposed to be uh, only doing one more season, but they're going to continue with the uh, Fear the Walking Dead. And there's talk that they're going to do a uh, Carol and Daryl spinoff. Well, they're probably the only ones left from the original 
like the original cast, right? Right. Which I find that amusing because me and Al have talked about The Walking Dead. You know, you can go back in the archives and hear me and Al talk about The Walking Dead on Nerd yeah, Radio. Yeah. But I always say that, like, the minute Norman Reedus doesn't want to be on The Walking Dead, just wrap it up, man. Close it down. Yeah. Because that's why people are showing up. That's why people are showing up. And again, one of the uh, characters that was not in the comic. Yeah. We'll talk about some comics later, but uh, did you see that the Comic Shop News this week has on the front of it the Walking Dead starting yes, next month? I did see that, and uh, I, I saw it on the Comic News. Maybe you can fill me in later because okay. I saw it this morning, and I was like, what is this? And I went to open it up, and I was like, I, I don't have time for that. i got to set sure. up the morning show. So I got <laughs> no details on it, so okay. maybe you can fill me in when we talk I'll comics. I'll be happy to because I'm a comic pusher. That is my drug of <laughs> choice. True. It is true. While we're talking about comics, too, The Boys just continues to get better and better every week. I can't wait for you guys to check it out. I'm in episode four. Episode four? Okay. Yeah. I made progress. I thought about starting it over the weekend. Hey! hey! Baby steps. Yeah, I thought about it. Yeah, They've steps. announced that they're going to get a spinoff. believe they're going to start filming it next year. It's going to be a college-themed R-rated spinoff of The Boys. So, Al, you may remember, but probably not, (laughs) from the comic books, there was a, uh, like, a Teen Titans, if you will, in that universe. That was, like, the the heroes that haven't quite made it to the big time yet. So these are going to be different heroes than, like, Homelander and Starlight and all them. Yep. Different group. These are going to be the teenagers that really It's like the Farm League. Yeah, they want to be in the Seven. They're working their way up to the Seven. In the comics, they were called Teenage Kicks. Yeah, that's where uh, What's-Her-Name started with that the, the Annie character, right? Yeah, Starlight. Yeah, Starlight. She was in in the in the comics. There were multiple. I think there were three or four multiple ones, and she was in one of them. Oh, okay. and that's where they they recruit her from. I got you. So yeah, that's uh that's gonna be a thing, which means more of the boys. I'm cool with that. So that's how they recruit the blowjob givers. Yes. Oh my god, I can't. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot wait till you get to next week's episode. I told, I said that last week, but because there was something. I know I was trying to get to episode five, but I just didn't have the time. I, this yeah, and and then episode six is even like there's even something darker. In, there's something in there that's even funnier. There is a character like Garth Ennis type stuff. Like, yes, okay. yes, but there there is a character from the comics that I was not sure would make it to the show, and it's not the same type of character, but it's him. Okay, it's absolutely him, and he's got. The uh, defining characteristic that he had in the comics. So oh, somebody's got like a horse wiener. So uh, d- d- were any, either of you guys big spaghetti western fans? No, I'm mm. a fan of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, spaghetti westerns not so much. You know, I love a western, but not necessarily the spaghetti westerns. I fell I fell into the spaghetti westerns in my like 20s. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't really a westerns guy, and then I saw the Clint Eastwood mm-hmm. uh, fistful of dollars and a few dollars more and stuff like that, and was just kind of blown away because I just never experienced something like that. Uh, but they they didn't say where it's going to land, but uh, somebody has optioned a fistful of dollars for a TV series adaptation. Really? Yeah, they're going to do it as a, a long-form series instead of just the movie that do it is. Do you know what network is behind it? They have or nothing. A, nothing? Nothing. Okay. Deadline says the project is being spearheaded by the Mark Gordon Company, which acquired the rights to the film, and uh, Game of Thrones' Brian Cogman is on board to uh, write the series. But that is all they have. Which doesn't say much of anything. No, I'm going to be really interested to watch it because it's the kind of thing that the the way the plot works is that Clint Eastwood rolls into town and there's two warring gangs. So he immediately beats the crap out of one gang's toughest dude and then goes across the street and joins the other gang. And then that night goes across the street while everyone's sleeping and joins the like he pits the two gangs against each other oh, okay. in, a, in a war that will eventually uh, 
kill all b- both of them so that the town can be free of them. It seems uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the New Vegas plot line. That's what I'm the different factions. That's where I'm headed is that it's the kind of plot that I've seen a bunch of times since I've seen that movie. Oh, okay. And I cannot wait for the series to come out for a whole bunch of people who've never seen the movie to be like, oh, this is just like New Vegas. Okay. Oh, this is just like all Red right. Dead Redemption. Gotcha. <laughs> Lots of similarities there. Yeah, absolutely. It's like this sounds like a video game. I didn't play New Vegas, but this sounds exactly like what my roommate was talking about when he was playing. Yeah. Hmm. So I mentioned uh, before the break that uh, I finished The Midnight Gospel on yeah. Netflix. It's an eight-episode animated series. It's done by Pendleton Ward, who uh, worked on it Adventure Time, and it is super trippy. Yeah. Super trippy. It's 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 kind of like an Adult Swim style show, but it's it's. Difficult to explain because the way most of the episodes work, the audio is taken from a podcast uh, that a comedian called Duncan Trussell has has been doing for years. Uh, so they'll be talking about something like in the very first episode, uh, they're talking. He's talking to Dr. Drew Pinsky, and they're talking about how there are no good and good or bad drugs. There are just how people are affected when they're on drugs. You okay. know, talking about like uh, marijuana legalization and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And while they're talking about that, um, the main character uh, is on a planet that's under a zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. and he's walking around with the president who is two feet tall and has an amazing mustache Nice. while they survive this zombie apocalypse. So like the storytelling that's happening visually has nothing to do with the storytelling that's happening in an auditory fashion. Okay. And it's I, it, by the third episode, I was like, "This is stressful." <laughs> Trying to keep up with what is happening. Say, uh, this does not sound good to me I at feel all. Like it's gonna be very confusing. Right? It is. It's kind of confusing. But once again, Pendleton Ward worked on uh, Adventure Time, so the uh, the the visuals are extremely trippy. It's the, it's absolutely the kind of thing that I could not being somebody who doesn't do a lot of drugs. I can see doing some drugs and then watching this and just just. Wow, enjoying or be confused? I feel like I'd be so confused to be like, "Wow, this is a it's I some really good weed." Well, maybe man. you could try it and report back to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, I feel don't like know, man, I smoked a doobie and I was I don't know what. Yeah. There's like Dr. Drew was there, so I thought I had an STD. I feel like you would probably <laughs> focus on the visuals. Yeah. I feel like if I was high, I probably would have focused yeah. on the visuals. There's a, a, a mustachioed little little uh, little person. I I think he's president of the planet Planet Zombie. Yeah, I'm just, try, I'm just trying to pick up the pieces of. Well, yeah, and it's the kind out. of thing. There's eight episodes, and I really don't want to. Um, I don't want to spoil any of them because there is almost like Steven Universe. There is a plot that goes through all the episodes, mm-hmm. um, but each episode kind of stands on its own, uh, and they're all so drastically weird. Like, the, like I said, the first episode is a zombie apocalypse. There's an episode later on that is like Groundhog's Day in a space prison. Oh, okay. Mm. And then the the one of the reasons I'd watched it is uh, I'd heard plenty of people on my social media saying that um, the eighth episode absolutely like leaves everybody in a crying mess. Oh and yeah, I'm like, crying mess. That's not a again. You're, I be in. That not you're selling not, it, not, right? Not drawing me. But in I'm at like, all. well, what is what is that about? The the interview in the very last episode is between the uh, comedian Duncan Trussell and his mother who had breast cancer mm. and passed away very shortly after. The interview, but that's the way his podcast works. Is they they have these introspective conversations about you know different different things. So it kind of opens your mind and makes you makes you think and makes you experience things differently. But then on top of it, you've got this really strange cartoon on the television. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. thought it was really interesting, and and I I was 
because the first thing I thought of was like, man, if I did drugs, this would be amazing. I'm like, James does drugs. I need to ask him (laughs) (laughs) if he's experienced this show before. When I think drugs, I think James. (laughs) Who's the biggest drug addict I know? Yeah. James smokes the reefer. Yeah. (laughs) The reefer. He's one of those reefer heads. (laughs) Right. I know a show for him. When you started to describe it, I was starting to think it was going to be like the Ricky Gervais show, uh, you know, because you're talking about the podcast over the animation and, I mean, I thought the Ricky Gervais show was kind of brilliant because it was podcast stuff they'd already done. Yeah. And they just got animators to show you to illustrate what they were talking about. But right. this is no, not the, like that. It's no. two completely different things happening. The animation is completely over here while the conversation is over here. And yeah, that's definitely not for me. I'll stick with my Star Trek Voyager that I've been watching the crap out of lately. Yeah. I did just uh, yesterday watch that episode with The Rock in it. So The oh, Rock Star Trek Voyager? Star Trek Voyager? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Yeah. Well, that episode came up yesterday. So Is he a human? Does he play yeah, a- and he plays a wrestler. Well, he's not a human. He's I was going to say, isn't different... he like a... He's, he's got an forehead. alien of some kind. He's in got the, Yeah, bumps. he's got a forehead <laughs> bump thing. So he's a Delta Quadrant uh, alien, and he has to fight 709. So is he like a warrior? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like a gladiator. Okay. Yep. Yeah. An intergalactic gladiator. That's right. The Rock. Our future king. <laughs> <laughs> I invite uh, both Al, Al, you, and James to not check the chat right now because there's a big discussion about the newest episode of The Voice in there. Oh, really? I, I kind of scrolled up just to make yeah, sure. Just to make sure you didn't you didn't check yeah. it out. I Hey, you guys talking about it, I, I'm, I'm with you. Awesome. I just didn't want Al and James to be like, damn it, Hall Gaming. Well, I at this point, it's how many episodes in? Five? Uh, five episodes in the second season. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I saw season one, but if we're, we're five in, it's kind of on me at this point. If, right. You know, but I appreciate the, the heads well, up not on that. If they're spoiling something in the fifth episode. <laughs> they spoil episode one, then it's on you. <laughs> All right. Well, I had, I had one more thing about streaming services I wanted to talk to you guys about, and that is something that I just saw yesterday. We talked last week about the fact that uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force and a lot of Adult Swim shows are on HBO Max. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, there's a bunch of shows I have never seen. Well, according to a report I read yesterday, Reddit users actually found this. There's a couple episodes missing of Aqua Teen, Boondocks, and uh, another show called... Um, where is it? It's not even on this. Uh, that's it's it's not even in this particular article. Hmm. But there's one episode each of these particular really? shows that are missing, and it's because uh, the episode that's missing of Aqua Teen is Shake Like Me, and the Boondocks uh, one is called The Story of Jimmy Rebel. The Aqua Teen episode features one of its characters performing uh, African American stereotypes. Oh. And the uh, Boondocks episode uh, sees a series regular perform with a famed racist country singer. And the interesting thing is that HBO Max is not the ones that made the decision to not have it on the streaming service. Adult Swim are the ones uh-huh. who, when they licensed it to HBO Max, decided to not give them those episodes. You can have everything except these. Exactly. Take everything but our most offensive episodes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, that's, Don't look under our rug. Yeah. <laughs> the, the deadline article I've got up says that uh, you know HBO Max has Blazing Saddles and Gone with the Wind, mm-hmm. and they put something in front of it in the same mm-hmm. way that uh, I can't remember what streaming service Disney Plus uh, had the, the yeah Disney Plus had the the old cartoons that they would put mm-hmm. something in front of it being like back in 1930 when we made this yeah. cartoon this was not offensive now we understand it's offensive mm-hmm. but please go into this knowing that like you know please stop emailing us all your complaints we understand this was bad to make in the past but we didn't realize in the past because we were too dumb now we are smarter we understand not to do that again yeah yeah and I guess it's something enjoy your this nostalgia. still makes us money enjoy yes <laughs> right. Right. It's. A, I mean, it's, this isn't the first time it's happened. Like you said, we, we, it happened with Disney Plus when uh, 
Scrubs and 30 Rock were on Hulu. There were some blackface episodes. They're like, yeah, that doesn't play real well now. Mm, I'd say yeah. we, it's always an uncomfortable. <laughs> when, even when I see it on TV, I'm just like, ooh, yeah. why did you go down that road? That's not the road to go down. We might, we, we might have thought this was funny when we did it initially, but mm. Sanderson practices now say, nah, that's not so funny. Yeah. So, uh, so it's the kind of thing. I mean, I understand the argument of like, let the let the work stand yeah. on its on its merits and flaws from when it was created, but I also you know understand a, a company being like I just don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I, just let me just let me pull this. Yeah, it's a it's a way it's a disclaimer. It's just a it's just a cover your ass move, really. Yeah, but it was it's interesting. I think I'm gonna have to go back and look. I think I might have one of the box sets that actually has that episode on it of Aqua Teen. I was wondering, what, does it say what season? It does not. I'll have to look that up. Like within like the first five or six, I think I have all those on DVD. Yeah. So that shows you how old. I, re- are. I yeah, I remember there being like a Best Buy sale where they were ten bucks a piece or five yeah. bucks a piece. Oh, and being like, like every Black Friday. Yeah. You know? and like, well, I guess I'll buy the four ep- four seasons of Aqua yeah. Teen I haven't caught up on yet. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I've got some comic book news to get to. I got a couple comics in front of me, and Al actually sent me a story uh, earlier that the uh, Los Angeles Comic Con has announced that they plan to uh, actually have the convention. We've had this discussion before. We're going to have In it other again. words. Oh, Al- no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. In other words, Al contributed to the show. Coming yeah. up next. <laughs> Pause that game. We're back with more Nerd Radio. Honestly, I hate working here. They are so weird. That's right, more nerd radio, and uh, I almost I almost gave the call letters for the riff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Let's run through the stations that support us. Of course, WRIF in Detroit, and Rock ninety two nine in Boston, and ninety six K Rock in Fort Myers. So how about that? There's a thank you very much, Al. It's good when you can do that at least once a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's it's not a guarantee. Though. It's not a guarantee. I think you tried it one week. And I was just like, yeah, nerd radio one hundred one, idiot. <laughs> He's like, I wanted my five ninety nines worth on that domain. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it is Chuck Bean forgetting stuff, and it is Al Beck remembering the stuff Chuck's forgetting, and then James just kind of laughing at both of us. And I'm filling in the blanks with the fart jokes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's how nerd radio works. Uh, so Al sent me this uh, this story uh, this morning, which I think I'd seen last night, to mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Comic Con. Yeah, which, to be fair, I, I was... <laughs> Joking that I contributed something to the show. I didn't read the story. I just came no, up, just, all, just it came up on one of our prep services, and I was like, oh, that looks like a headline for Nerd Radio. That's and a I hell of a headline. Copied and pasted it, and I let Chuck read it. Exactly. The Los Angeles Comic Con, uh, which is typically held in September, has been pushed back to December 11th through the 13th and has uh, decided they're going to have a Comic Con. Come hell or high water before 2020 is over. With real people in attendance. Yes, the Los Angeles Daily News reports the organizers are taking multiple steps in an attempt to provide a safe experience. Uh, They said they're doing everything they can to to help nerds unite this December. Uh, But it says if the pandemic makes it necessary to actually cancel this con, tickets will be honored at the next one, which is essentially everything in 2020, right? It's like your concerts are canceled, but you know what? Keep your tickets. When When we decide next year to do it, your tickets are still good kind of thing. And it's it's the same thing here. I mean, we talked about this a couple of months ago, and I'd said that I don't think you could pay me to go to a convention. My feelings haven't changed, but I can see that we are closer. Yeah. Like, I feel like we're closer to being able 
to go to a convention. Not necessarily the type of conventions we had where we're all shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. checking out dollar boxes. Yeah. But I feel like we're getting there. We're just not there yet. <laughs> no, not quite. Not quite there. And it's uh, it's the kind of thing because Yumicon is the big convention that we have here, the the anime convention I like to go to in the fall. And yeah. they actually found out last week that the Marriott, which is the hotel that's connected to, um, what the is venue? it? The, the yeah, the Renaissance. The restaurant center mm-hmm. um, that typically everyone gets their uh, their their pre-orders or their, they get their rooms ahead of time. The Marriott has started has canceled everybody's rooms oh, that wow. have, have went in for Yumacon. What if somebody wasn't? It was like okay, Yumacon's canceled. We'll just check out the the beautiful scenery of Detroit, right? And then you got canceled. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to find a different hotel. Mm-hmm. I guess. Good luck. But yeah, I saw it on their Facebook yesterday. There's a few that, on Eight Mile. Yeah, and I think <laughs> a couple. you'll be uh, shack, shacked up next to uh, crackheads yep. and prostitutes. You can even get them by the hour. Yes, yeah, hell knows. But yeah, they had to. Uh, they had to. They had to go on there, and and I've got somebody on my social media too that's been uh, kind of flying this flag every time one of these conventions uh, refuses to cancel, and everybody gets real pissed at them. There's insurance, and there's you know like legal fees and stuff like that. So if the state says no, you can't have a giant gathering or if the marriott cancels on or something like that then they can be like okay well we can't have a convention because our venue canceled yeah. whereas they if they cancel then the venue's like hey you still owe us yeah you need right. to get the deposit back right so let's talk comics we're not going to a, a comic-con al we were talking earlier about the walking dead mm-hmm. and uh you were like what is this walking dead weekly i'm surprised uh well i'm not surprised because you don't really pay attention <laughs> But, to anything ever. Right. Uh, when you collected The Walking Dead, do you have them just all in trade paperback, or did you start getting single issues at some point? I got single issues at some point. Yeah, okay. I, I did start late. I didn't start from the beginning. Um, but at some point, when I, I it just so happened that I bought a new trade, Yeah. and the next issue was like out that week as well, so I switched over. Okay. Well, they, they did, when, when The Walking Dead hit really huge they did a reprint of the initial like 25 ish issues mm-hmm. or something like that called the walking dead weekly and they came out every week yes. um and with uh comics being one of the mediums that you know needs help much like the movie theaters and everything like that robert kirkman has decided uh he's not going to make any new walking dead other than that negan one shot we got a couple of months ago yeah. uh however he is uh going back and they will be colorizing because it was a black and white comic the original comics and putting them out twice a month as uh this this new walking dead uh thing and then it will have stuff in the back too different interviews with the with him and the writers about or script pages or layouts and that kind of thing and uh that's going to be i think it's going to be 3.99 instead of the 2.99 that the books were initially cuz you get so wait a second you're going to get the same comic but in color yep with some bonus material yep for more money yeah that is a genius move. <laughs> you guys fall for it, you suckers. Yeah. Well, that was that was my uh, my question to you, Al. Is it does does that appeal to you at all? No, I mean I can kind of understand a little bit of it, but uh, nah, it really doesn't. I could see myself if I went back and uh, reread them all, and it was on some sort of you know like a Marvel Unlimited thing. I could right. see myself reading the colorized versions. Sure. But, at the same time, I also like the original versions of stuff. You know, like I like those old movies and like some of the old Christmas movies. They went back yeah. and colorized them. I usually still watch them in black and white because I'd rather see it the way it was shot. Okay. So uh, I can understand, I guess, from some aspect. But no, I don't see the reason to go back and re 
purchased these. There's a few things. Like, I do have, like, a reprint of Amazing Fantasy number 15, is oh, it? Oh, yeah. Uh, their original Spider-Man. You know, like, I've they, I've got a reprint of that. because like, it's kind of cool to have it in a comic book version, even though it's worth nothing. Well, I think that's kind of, that. that's one of the ideas, is that if you wanted to, you know, getting the first appearance of Negan or getting the first couple of issues of Walking Dead, those are thousands and thousands of dollars right. now. But I can have this colored version, which is actually in color instead of black and white. Yeah. It's got okay. some extra stuff and, in the back, and it's only three ninety nine. dollars okay. Meanwhile, I don't care enough to, like, I didn't pick up any of the weeklies, even though I didn't have those issues in single issue. Yeah. I had them in trade. Yeah. Uh, I didn't feel a need to pick up those, the Walking Dead weeklies when they did that, because I do remember that happening. Right. And I, I didn't get a single one of them. I, I didn't care. Yeah, I, and I also think it'll be neat for people who did come in very late on the comic series to be able to experience that uh, going to the comic store once a month or every couple of weeks and getting that new issue of Walking Dead and like, yeah, you've read the story, but you probably don't remember you like because you read it in trade paperback. You probably don't remember where all the chapter breaks are. Sure, yeah, no, so you, you don't get, know because it, oh, really? it just yeah, it doesn't have you know. Sometimes you'll get something where it shows you what the cover is, but yeah. these ones just rolled straight oh, through. Okay. Right, so you you'll get to the end of an issue you're like. It ended here? Oh, my God. Yeah. I would have been so pissed if I had to wait a month to see the next parts. Yeah. So back to these comics that are worth thousands. Yeah. What is the comic, uh, do you happen to know, the one where Negan bashes somebody's head in? Uh, that is, um, I think that's issue 100. Let me look it up. Hold on. Yeah. Because While we're talking Because a here. listener gave me an issue, a copy of that issue. Yeah. I, had, I, don't collect, I don't collect The Walking Dead or whatever. You hear me talking about it. And uh, he sent it to me, gave it to me, because I was talking like, what's the difference between watching the show and seeing the comics? Because some people are like, sure. If you look at the comics, it's almost like the comics are a panel, like the the story panels that the directors used to put the show together. And yeah. Like, Is it really that accurate? And then he sent me that comic, and I was like, wow. They, uh, sometimes and sometimes not. Yeah. But like the scene where the dude gets his head bashed in, I was like, that's almost, you know, panel for panel. Yeah. They just took that. Yeah, my my thing was like the uh, the very first episode of The Walking Dead was very close to the first trade right which i mean you also have to understand why they stepped outside of the comics because that first trade accounted for six months worth of single issues and they did it in one episode and so uh the first episode was almost like that like you said where it's like a storyboard of the thing Mm -hmm. and it was like a shot for shot remake of the first trade um but then by episode two, it stepped outside of the comic, and things happened that weren't in the book. And my original reaction was like, oh, what the hell? Because I, I was reading the comics before the show came out, so I was already a fan of it. Um, and I had that like nerd rage for a moment. But then I was able to step outside of it and go, you know what, though? Uh, Rick Grimes was not in that situation, but had he been, that's exactly how he would have handled it. So... Even though it's not The Walking Dead, it is The Walking Dead, and I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So when they stepped outside, it really didn't bother me all that much. And Robert Kirkman, the writer of the comic, was very involved in the show. Um, So, yeah, sometimes it was like a a storyboard, but there were also other things that didn't happen, you know. Um, Like there's characters that died at different times and died in different ways. What's the uh, the blonde girl that died in like the third season but was alive? Uh, Andrea. Yeah, Andrea survives like the whole book. Almost. Almost. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, That's that's issue 100, the one you're talking about, James. Um, It doesn't it it looks like it only goes for eh, maybe 20 bucks, which is still pretty, you know, pretty good. And it. 
Depends because there was a lot of variant covers and there are some reprints to it too. No, so, so I might, might even have a reprint. You might have a second or third printing so. of it. I know I have a first printing of that. Yeah. I was collecting single issues by then. It's funny because that particular story, uh, it's called Something to Fear, had a series yeah. of, well, they call it a triptych of covers that if you put them all together made one picture and it was neat. Oh, neat. It was Negan with the bat just kind of looking mm. over the over the bat. And, hmm. and, uh, the, was there blood dripping off of it? There was. Was it Eleanor? What's, what's the name of his bat? Uh, Lucille. Lucille. Lucille, that's right. Yeah. But, uh, what's the, Eleanor? Roosevelt? <laughs> <laughs> no, is, oh, maybe, is Rose, that the sled what from... Is Rose, uh, no, that's Rosebud. Oh, oh, Rosebud, okay. <laughs> I don't know, never mind. But Eleanor was from the Raven. Oh, Eleanor, I know Eleanor. <laughs> Eleanor is, I believe, from uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. I think that is the name of the last car he has to steal, that Mustang. Uh, the Shelby Mustang, I think it's Eleanor. I think that's Eleanor. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but the chat would let me know if I'm right. I don't want to hear about Nicolas Cage's chubby Mustang. <laughs> Well, I hear, it's a hell of, I hear it's a hell of a ride. It's a hell of a ride. Uh, people not tuning in to twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP just totally missed out I've on re- the Chuck Bean impression <laughs> the, of Nicholas Cage. My Nick Cage impression. Yeah, because right. it's horrible for a podcast. It's all visual. It's yes. 100% yeah. visual. Right. There's not even so much as a grunt. It's all No, it's just I just <laughs> open my eyes real wide and kind of look down my nose at you. <laughs> and, and there we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Um, where the hell was I? <laughs> it's issue well, 100. Gotcha. Uh, the triptych cover and uh, the, the guy that owns the comic store that, uh, that I get Al's comics from that I go to, um, Liberty Comics, has all of those and he's got them up on the wall like all together so you can see them. That's cool. And people always ask her, like, are those for sale? He's like, no. No. (laughs) Are you serious? He's like, that's for me to nerd flex. Yeah. You see that? I've got that. We got it. Well, what he should do is 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 make them for sale but for a completely unreasonable price. Right. So if anyone's willing to buy it, fine. Yeah, like, exactly. One billion dollars. Yes. <laughs> like, yes, it is for sale yes. for one billion. Yes. Uh, Ch- Chuck buys his comics from Dr. Evil. <laughs> he does have a shaved head. Oh, that- <laughs> oh man. So- <laughs> I have met him once. Right. Yeah. So... Uh, books that came out this week, though. So, uh, last month, I told you guys about the Three Jokers. Yeah. The second issue of, of three of the Three Jokers came out. The, there's another card that goes with this one. This time, it's Batgirl and one of the uh, the Three Jokers. They're down to two. Down to two. Huh? I don't want to spoil too much, but they're down to two and Uh-oh. looking to uh, maybe uh, fill their ranks with somebody who's uh, in the book. Wow. They're dropping Jokers and trying to recruit new ones. Yep. Wow. So it's like a stock market, right? Yeah. And, uh, and another What's book, the price of jokers going for today, the Chuck, pr- the price of jokers, <laughs> another book that came out this week that I had forgotten was a thing is called, uh, it's giant size X-Men number one tribute to wine and Cockrum. And it's, mm. uh, it's essentially mm. a reprint or of giant size X-Men number one, which was the introduction to the new team, storm, nightcrawler, Wolverine, all of them. Uh, but this particular book is a reimagining. What they did was they took the script and the original layouts of Giant Size X-Men number one, and then they got a whole bunch of current artists to do it page by page. So, like, this first page that I'm showing you guys on Twitch right now was done by Alex Ross. Okay. Um, the the uh, the cover that I got, this is one of the variant covers. This is Trad Moore, who did a Silver Surfer series, and I believe he was the first Walking Dead artist for, like, the first six issues. I love that style of art right there on the cover. Yeah, like, you want to take a look at it? Because it's, it's interesting. Like I said, page... What was to, his first name? Uh, Trad Moore. No, it's Tony Moore. Tony Moore. Original. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but it's interesting. Like I said, page to page, it's a different artist doing their take on a 
classic monumental issue of X-Men. It's, uh, I think, three ninety nine, And uh, it's another one of those books, much like the Walking Dead book we were just talking about. I don't, I can't afford a giant size X-Men number one, but I can, right. I can get this. Is and this that'll... panel blurry on purpose? Which one? The top middle panel? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Like, I hope you didn't get like a yeah. smudge on here. <laughs> I do. I like. I said I do understand. Like, if somebody does pick up those Walking Dead weeklies that are oh, recolor, sure. I completely understand. No. Me personally, I as much as I enjoyed the Walking Dead and I and, and I enjoyed my time reading it. It's I don't care to pick it up. But like I said, I have a reprint of a of uh, amazing fantasy or whatever. Yeah, you know, because so, I get the cool factor of it. I think I've got. Uh, I think. God, Batman's 80th anniversary. I think they reprinted the, that Detective Comics issue. Well, I was going to say, what was it, like six months ago, the Marvel was doing the facsimile editions. They did, like, the first appearance of Deadpool. Yeah, and I got 89, that. Yeah. And it was, like, ads and all. It was just a straight-up reprint yeah. of it. And I'm there's, like, this is cool. There's a cool factor to that. So yeah, I get it. I just don't personally won't be getting the Walking Dead ones. Right. Yeah, I really like because, I mean, as cool as that issue is, uh, you know, the art is of its time. It is, you know, kind of 70s art, and it's cool yeah. to see art that's much more modern, uh, much more modern artists doing essentially the same it's book. It's an interesting idea, and in that, you know, it, if it was something that was a little outside of, you know... I don't know that I'd be in for a whole series of like, no. hey, we're just going to take the layouts and the script of the original book and... and you know, have this modern artist do it. Like, even if it was Jim Lee or something, I'm like, nah, I think I'm good. I think I've I've read the originals and and they're fine. But yeah. it's, it's cool to do Getting it. Getting the first one though would be kind of a cool. It's cool to do I it for it. something monumental like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. Actually, I have more, but we've been talking for a long time, so I will push it off. Look at this sexy depiction of storm. <laughs> I know that. Hubba, hubba. Yeah, that's uh, James is a little distracted hello, over there. Hello, <laughs> I was going to say I think like four pages in that Storm's origin, and she is topless through the whole thing. Oh, hold on, let me even in the original. Topless storm. <laughs> Keep talking, you, Chuck. I'm just, All right, yeah. You done with that over there yet, James? I'm just perving here. Yeah. Why? She is topless. And I, I know there was more pages of this, but some of them Her feel thicker is, than usual. Like they're stuck is. together or something. What happened here? If only that hair wasn't so smart to just cover up all the naughty bits. <laughs> all right. Uh, before we go, I did the same thing when he looked at the bat dong. Yes. Yeah. Before Licked we go, my lips. <laughs> before we go, I want to make a quick escort back my... downstairs. By the way. <laughs> I'm just going to turn your goddamn mics off. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time. Before we go, I want to mention the fact that this weekend was PulseCon, which was Hasbro's version of uh, what they would have revealed at Comic-Con. So okay. I got to see some new Transformers that are coming out. Cool. Oh, really? Transformers? Yes, that's, that's what This is what you've been trying on. to get to. That's what I want to goddamn end Transformers. On. You sit there and complain about how we've talked for too long, but Transformers is too important to cut off the stupid show. Next year, they're going to give me uh, Beast Wars uh, Transformers. Well, I I heard the Beast Wars are coming back. Yeah, they're yeah. doing some Beast Wars Transformers, which I'm not super pumped about, uh. so I'll be skipping those. But they are taking what's called the Studio Series, which has been mostly the Michael Bay Transformers, and converting it to the 1986 cartoon movie. Mm. So they'll be very cartoon-accurate versions of Thank You, Al. <laughs> I appreciate your input. Uh, that's funny, because I was like, why is he yawning so loudly? And, oh, it's part of the bit. <laughs> I was like, why is he has, Hasbro also owns the rights to uh, Marvel Legends. They're going to be doing some Spider-Verse figures. You're going to be able to get a Spider-Gwen with, with a Spider-Ham, which is going to be... That's really? cool. I like oh, that. I want Spider-Ham. Yeah, they're going to be, get, be able to get a Gwen with a Spider-Ham. Peter Ham. Porker. Yep. Yeah. 
<laughs> my favorite character. Also, ever. the Star Wars Black series uh, coming up. They're going to have the Ray that was with the cloak from the Rise of oh. Skywalker with the lightsaber that I have switches around. The Slave Leia, Star Wars Black. Ooh, yeah, it's quite sexy. And they're also doing for Christmas. They're doing different stormtroopers in Christmas colors for different. Oh, really? Do, like you have to go to I think it's like Target, Walmart, Amazon. And like two others, but there's different stormtroopers, and they're all red and green. The one, the That's the funny. snow tro- the snow trooper that looks like he's got like the face shield. Mm-hmm. The bottom of the face shield is painted so it looks like a, a scarf. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so you can get Christmas. That's fun and festive. I think they they had like different like Chewbacca's and things. I think we have yeah. to unpack our Christmas decorations, but I think we've picked up a couple little uh, trinkets here. And they're also bringing back the Ghost Popper. For Ghostbusters next year. Which one's the Ghost Popper? The Ghost Popper was the uh, the one uh, back when I was a kid that shot the little Nerf uh, pellets. That looked like uh, looked like marshmallows. Like a Twinkie that you cut in half. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hmm. used to have that. Yeah. So you'll be able to. I love going to like Walmart or something like that and seeing toys. You know, recreations of toys that mm-hmm. were in stores when I was a kid. I also had. Um, there was one. Was a Ghostbusters? It looked like a Ghostbusters gun. Yeah. But you'd put like uh, those like. Things, those shield things that you oh, put yeah. aside, the viewmasters. Yeah, you could, like the so viewmaster like view shine it on there, the wall. And then you'd pull the trigger and it would light up and make noise and then you'd see a, one of the ghosts right. up on the wall. And that was a blast because I actually had to go to my grandma's house. I'd turn off all the lights in the bathroom yeah. and I'd pretend like I was busting ghosts. That's cool. You know? that, that was, was probably where I, I started to find myself always going to the bathroom and turning off the lights and, and turn off the lights just spending some time alone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> First time it's James, the origin, the it's origin, my masturbatory origin story, <laughs> the origin story of James playing with himself in the yep. bathroom. I got my ghost blaster ready to go. Yes. Oh boy! Oh no! There's ectoplasm all over the place. I'm afraid of no ghost. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, we can we can stop. We can end the show now, Al. Oh, thank go God. Hall, Hall Gaming is in there saying you need your afternoon nap, and he's not I wrong. Do. I'm on my way. Got more work to do. Got all this talk about goddamn transformers. Thank you guys for joining us on Twitch and thank you for downloading. Uh, make sure you rate and review us on Google Podcasts and on Apple Podcasts. And NerdRadio101.com. Join us next spend week. Spend money. Use it. What are they going to spend money on? No, he spent money. Oh, I spent, spent money. money. Use it. <laughs> I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you nerds. Weekend. The future stupid guys. I'm sorry, but it is. I have spoken. I get it. Yep. I should have just come out. And made should've smoke said, signals. Yeah, you should have just said, yeah. "Give me that pen." Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to talk over the intro. No, you can go ahead. I can. I can clip oh, it out. Oh, I know, but I was trying to <laughs> save you an edit. I knew I was going to say uh-huh. coming down, coming up. <laughs> you knew. <laughs> You, you felt it. You felt that. Uh-huh. Coming. Like, I think we're, we're going to talk about cats in a wrestling ring. I'm going to call pussy fights. <laughs> James woke up this morning with the term uh-huh. fights in his yeah. head. It's like, I'm going to find some way. If I don't get it on the morning show this morning, I'm putting it on nerd radio. Right, yeah. That came to me like a force ghost. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. fight. Yeah. 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 Radio oh. <laughs> and I, I knew instinctively that I'd make a callback uh-huh. joke. Yeah. And well, I knew James would be the one to set up the call. And see, you think we don't prep. 